I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here we go. The Southern Riverman boys here, the Shelter Footy Cast. We figure out the world's problems in here. Don't worry about that. We've been doing a bit of that this morning. Uh, Mark Reddings, Will Schofield with you. How are you, Skater? I'm going super scowy, up and about, uh, being a, of, of Queensland origin to some degree. Right, I watched that last night. Yeah, it was a massive win. They were down to 12 men, a horrendous sin bidding with uh, 10 minutes to go. So they're one short. In rugby league, that means the opposition generally scores at least once, if not twice. Guess what? They scored twice, win game one, happy days. The good guys get the result against the arrogance of New South Wales. Right. So, okay. So as a complete independent in this, right? <laughs> Aren't the Queenslanders the arrogant ones? No, mate, it's like everything. It's like Victorians against Western Australians and South Australians. The Vicks, the big V, they strut around. The Vicks are the arrogant ones. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. trust me, it's New South Wales who just think that they, you know, they've got the best competition. We they allowed us into their the NRL, so to speak. So right. no, no, Queensland are not the arrogant ones. We're the we're the battlers, the underdogs. See the, all these battlers and the Queenslander, all this <laughs> bullshit. I was listening to the commentary. It sounded like it was getting run by a bunch of blokes from Queensland. No, they, no. The they, they, they were so disappointed when New South Wales were scoring. They've got a mix. They got a mix of Andrew Johns and and Fatty they, Fatty Vaught and Wally. Ken Smith guys. was on the on the on the broadcast, and then they cut to him at halftime. Barracking. He was speaking. Mate, he was fucking addressing the team. He was coaching. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? It's That's origin. outrageous. It's origin, mate. That's, <laughs> that is outrageous. I'll tell you what, in all seriousness. It's like having Simo down on the boundary doing boundary riding and they cut to a quarter time addressing the team. A bit different in origin. but And can I tell you this? We, as in WA, and yes. along with Victoria, we invented State of Origin in 1977. Guy right. called Leon Larkin. AFL or? Yeah, WA. Not rugby league, you numpty. I'm just asking. Yeah, it was 1977. And that's when, prior to that, all of our best WA best players represented Victoria. And then, of course, Origin came in, exploded on the, 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 the Aussie rules front. About five years later, the league boys picked it up. And, what and that- killed it for the AFL? Because the NRL, they, they continue their season. The, the players get pulled out of the team. Some of them are playing on Saturday right. after, after playing last night. They get paid big money to play. Yes. What, what killed it for it? AFL. I think what killed it for, and this is not throwing it directly at someone like Mick Malthouse, but the, our club, no, but our club competition, Mick's well, bear in mind back in 1991 or around that, yep. the Eagles were going super, yep. and so they, they had probably 12 plus players who would have been in the state of origin side, so club club loyalty and club interest certainly took hold, and to us, the premiership, and it is also in the NRL, the, the premiership for the uh, title of the best club team is number one, but They've just been able to agenda. There's been a great hatred between Queensland and New South Wales. for That, that just took off. Whereas ours, I think our competition has got bigger than the NRL. Yes. And our, our, our desire to have players healthier took over that parochial W. Because we some say we have a, a state match every second. Well, you know, a w, say this week, Eagles-Collingwood. Yes. There's been a state feeling in that to some degree. So, yeah, I think state state loyalties took a back seat once clubs realised, hang on, I could lose Will Schofield for six weeks playing Origin. That means 
I'm not going to win a flag. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's just different mindset because mm. there was a bloke did his shoulder in the yeah, first few minutes, yeah. and there was guys doing hammies getting knocked out, and it was a like, yeah, it was a good win by Queensland. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Well, we are actually. It was good. It was bloody good to watch. An origin. That's it's, I really again, enjoyed it. Reignites the discussion, which it ain't coming back uh, in the AFL in the short term. Just finally, and I don't know anything about rugby league, but. I feel like that Collins bloke, the front rower that took the big specky at the end and did a spin and Dish threw it, it to Munster. that would be like a uh, big fullback, like weedering, running down the ground, five bounces, a couple of balks, snapping from the boundary goal. That doesn't happen, does it? Big oh, front rowers do that. It was huge. It. it was yeah. huge. And, and But sometimes we also, they get very excited about by those, those plays, which you see, you know, in a, in a one-on-one, it's not unusual that that happens in Aussie rules. But look, it was skillful. Um, they are athletes. There's no question about that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and you got to respect it, mate. They're, they're, they're guns. All right. 100%. Let's get into it. Shout out Footy Cast. You can follow us on YouTube, listen to us a podcast, all of that. We've got the bottom art ruffy of the week. Skeeter, if you haven't come prepared this week, I have. With a ruffy. I have. I know you pick one every week, but a I ruffy. Have. Okay. I mean, just, you know, bear in mind the ruffies that you've selected. Have it? They're still playing, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not far behind you. Uh, okay, I was going to say, Lord of the Tips over here. No, no, I'm going to shot. One week. thing I'm not doing is following anything that you you give me as a moral. Perfect. Trust me. Good. After I beat you five to two last week, perfect. You do that. Uh, make sure you get down to Froth Town uh, in August. Uh, we'll keep mentioning that. A couple of frothies for you, skater down there. Uh, now. Big moments of the round. There's a fair bit going on. The mid-season draft was last night. West Coast had one pick. Fremantle had a pick as well. Um, West Coast took Ryan Marrick, uh, and he's come out and said it is Marrick, even though the family name is Marich, but he's been called Marrick for so long that he's just going to go with Marrick. 193 centimetres. He was 107 kilos two years ago. So he's 193, which is about my height. 107's big, real big. And he's now 83, which is slim. Slight. Mate, he's lost 24 kilos. And the reason is, he's uh, well, in part because he's given up potato chips. Here's a bloke that Fuck. stacking shells at Woolies and now he's going to the West Coast Eagles. Um, I so- can tell you right now, I've been giving up potato chips anytime. So <laughs> that's a big that's a big effort. Woolies to the West Coast Eagles. So it's a bit of a synergy from last year with the Eagles at number one taking Jai Cully. Chuck Old Chicken. Chuck Old Chicken to the Eagles. Now we're going Woolworths as a... As- Stacking shelves to the Eagles. I wonder if we'll be National able to National get... food chains are recruiting. <laughs> exactly. <part. laughs> That's very good. So Freo get Ethan Stanley. He's a Box Hill Hawk, so yep. the, the Hawthorne affiliate. Uh, 180 centimetre, 88 centimetre wingman. So relatively tall running type. He's had a good year in the VFL. He was a little bit injury hampered last year, but he's built his game this year. So just in brief, just those two selections, you wouldn't have thought Ethan playing any time soon for the, for the Dockers, given the way they're playing and their, 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 no, in, their health. Let me just say, though, three, four weeks ago, we were saying, where's their run, where's their carry? You know, Driscoll's no, you know, not going well, Frederick. Mm. So they weren't in the side, and they were really struggling for running type. So I would say they've identified that that's a depth position. They needed to add some depth there, right? Yeah, possibly. But as for – I got asked on radio this morning, uh, will Marek – play this weekend for the Eagles? I said, surely not, but is it in, in the short term? Not is the it, AFL. No, that's what I'm saying. Surely, not this week. No, no sure, surely not, but is it within two or three weeks? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it has to be. Otherwise, why would you draft yeah, him? No, definitely. Um, I mean, the reason you would draft him is to add, add depth to your squad. I keep going on about um, this draft. In in five years, there's been 10 guys that are good AFL players, maybe, maybe 12. The rest, they come on, they come off. Good experiment, didn't quite work out. There's been 12 in five years. So it's not this this treasure 
treasure trove of, no. of talent around the country. It's guys that didn't make it um, in the draft last year or the year before, and maybe they've developed in a, in a short period of time. Yeah, that's a, he's a good example of that. It's uh, Robert Hansen Jr. who missed out on the draft last year. Did we call... You know the game of Colts footy that we called as a 160-point win to Subiaco? In the grand final? No, in the, in the oh, qualifying. Yeah, yep. Remember yep. they won by 170 points? Remember that? I swear he, sure he, he played would have played in that. Yeah, absolutely. And he kicked eight goals or something. Yeah, all, he was, was not sure how many goals he kicked, but you're right. He played a lot of Colts footy. Been playing league this year. Round two, he made his debut and has been really catching the eye. The Dockers were big time into him, but... Obviously didn't didn't fall as far as I think pick nine, pick two North Melbourne. So he gets another chance. And you talk about guys missing out. Um, Hunter Aiden Hunter from Perth, he had a lot of injuries. Had elbow. Uh, I think he had an ACL. But his form in the last month has been terrific. Kick five against South Fremantle. So, so you got three or four or something. He went. He went. He went at three or four. Yeah, Hunter something like that. Uh, yeah, to Essendon. Not sure yep. it was that that high, but he certainly went to Essendon. And so so there's there's. Him, there's Quinton Narkle, who was um, a bit of a journeyman, fair to say, playing Essendon VFL. Extra long, picked yep. up by Port Adelaide. Caleb Poulter was the other ex-AFL player, yep. um, picked up by the Bulldogs. There's guys that miss out as well. Angus Schumacher, um, he nominated. Sydney had spoken to him, I believe. Yeah, so they took Jack Buller. So they'd obviously had an eye on the waffle. Yeah, and Jack, it's interesting. Jack's an interesting one because, look, he, he's got all the tools. I know we've both been fans of him. In the last month, he's, he hasn't played... Super represented the state, had a couple of, you know, cool He's had a massive calf, calf injury. injury. He's had a massive calf injury. I didn't want to say this until he got picked up, but mate, he, he tore his calf and then he's been trying to play through it to get him get himself onto a list, mm. which is almost to his detriment in the end. But I, I'm fairly sure he had a massive calf yeah. injury. He, he well and truly deserves to be on an AFL list. And what I love about this mid-season draft is the stories behind him. I mean, you have a laugh about stacking shelves at Woolies, but these guys, almost to a T would have thought that their chance at the big shot had gone. And and for, to have that as a like I've got a little tink, like to have that as a as a young bloke who's wants to play AFL and to think you don't have that opportunity and then to get one, just imagine how fucking good these guys feel. But do you would you prefer and look I'm I'm open on this one, but a lot of discussion about having a mid season trade as opposed to a mid season draft. And I, I see that I do see the merits in, in that counter argument that, that you you just trade amongst your own clubs as to someone not getting an opportunity. Is that something you, you could see developing? I would like, in the EPL, they have periods. Windows, yep. They have windows, right? Trade and, and acquisition windows, and it's and it's global, right? I would like to see something similar in the AFL. We have trade windows, one right before the start of the season, and it's quite long. It's not it's not four days. It's, you know, it might be three weeks, something like that, in pre-season. So you can cover injuries, whatever. And then around now, but extend it. Not a day. It's a three-week period where people can add people and take people out of the waffle. And waffle can take people out of amateurs. I heard a lot of people talking about, you know, the waffle and, you know, state league sides and taking the best players out of that. Waffle have got, and, and, and VFL and Sandville have got no issue taking it out of the ammos. And not saying that's the same thing, but they take players from below them as well. So... I don't think we should be protecting the state leagues. They're there to develop players to send them to the big league. No sympathy at all. I mean, we spoke to Peter German on a on I the have, Waffle I have podcast. Some, I have some sympathy, but also... like It, it does change the complexion of... and you know, you know They can add a kid out of the amateurs, can't they? Yeah, as as to, in not to, to replace to, the Waffle. To be, to be fair, someone like Jack Bull leaving or uh, Jaden Hunter as, as key forwards, it's, yeah. it is pretty hard to, to change. And, and look, yeah, but Germo, Amos, take, it, take the best player out of Amos' team. It's the same thing. I know that I know that there's a bit more money involved at Waffle level, but for that amateur side, 
that means something to them, doesn't it? Winning a flag. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure you're going to get a the, the Claremont's going to head to the the ammo's to get their replacement for Jack. Not Buller. saying that. You know, not, not listening to what I'm saying. They're not going to replace Jack Buller. I'm saying, you know, it's free slather whenever they like. That if someone's really dominating in the ammo's, Claremont can go and add add someone whenever they like. Right. Nothing to do with the mid season draft. They can. Right. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm so not sure the, the rules of that. Well, they they, well, they, they have to have lodged lists though. Yeah, but they can go and get someone. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I. I, I I totally think it's great that they're getting opportunities, but also, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it does make it tricky for a club that's now got to rearrange their 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 setup, but, you know, that's it. And Yeah, I, 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 I find it not hypocritical, but, like, they, these guys exist to get these players on lists, and I just think it's unreal that they get an opportunity. I think extending it and making it more open slather would actually make it, um, uh, it would make it less of a burden on clubs than... They might be able to go to another team in uh, the Sanford or some. I don't know. Like if you opened it up more, made it less restrictive, I think that would be a way to you know get around it. The the other thing here is West Coast not taking a second pick. There's been a lot of talk about mm. that over the last 24 hours. Where where do you sit on that? Do you have a strong opinion on that either way? Uh, to, to be honest, with you, look, you know I've heard different views and different um, theories on why they should have taken a second player. Uh, the the line coming out of the club is that. Um, they're just taking the one because they've got players that are going to, to come. They want to incentivize the existing players on the list to get back. Totally. Well, and the injured players we're talking about primarily. So, yeah, you know, I'm not going to take them on on that, that front. Um, you know, blokes like Paul Hayes, we come out and said they can't understand why they haven't taken two. Uh, in theory, it sounds right. You know, if you're really struggling for, for talent and you need a, a, an immediate sugar hit, take the two. But let's just, I think you've got to bear in mind, the players that have been picked up here... They're, as you said, they've been overlooked in a couple of drafts. These aren't going to come in, I wouldn't have thought, make a, there are rare exceptions, but make a huge difference to a footy club mid-season. No, they're getting an opportunity on a list to, to, you know, some of these guys, all they need is to be put in the right environment and they'll excel and they'll become a good player. But but you're not getting, well, we haven't yet had a Chris Judd get picked up. You know, we ha- they're not hiding around somewhere and, you know. Emerging. They could have just picked them up in the draft the year before. Totally. Right, so... But in, but in saying that, I've, I've been drifting either way, right? Um, I've sort of can understand the club wanting to incentivise their players that they have contracted that that exist. Like they want them to get back. And I do understand that logic. So I sort of, okay, I accept that. I can accept the, why wouldn't you get, go and get someone? Like they've got a waffle team that's just getting barraged every week. Why wouldn't you add someone at the very least to add stock to your waffle site? Because that's what mm. the, that would do. Yeah. Um, and then I've probably find myself somewhere in the, in the middle, um, not understanding their salary cap situation. I, I have a pretty hard, um, I don't know. I I find it pretty hard to think that salary cap would be an issue. Like these blokes are coming onto a rookie contract for six months. Yeah. It's, it's not, not big bucks. No. And if, if West Coast is so far harder against the wall, like they've got issues regardless. Absolutely. They've got massive issues. If, if that is. Can't afford 60 grand. Bring in someone. It wouldn't even be 60 grand. It'd be. Totally agree. 70 grand deal. So six months. So 35 grand deal. Like. And that's all Jack Buller was chasing. As opposed to an eighteen-month contract, he was just chasing six months. Well, you just want to get on, which is which I quite like because that that, it opens a way for clubs to give you give you that opportunity. Whereas if it's an eighteen-month sort of next year name, that's what he wants. Then you you're probably going to narrow the the clubs that are are keen. So I look forward to seeing his development at Sydney. I think he should have been on an AFL list. I think West Coast and Freo have missed out by not getting him. But that's that's decisions that get made every single year about every single player. So look, I I would just like to see more players get this opportunity. Um, But 
you know, there it is. Uh, that's the wrap-up of the mid-season draft. Uh, a couple of little tribunal things over the last couple of days. Luke Parker went to the tribunal. He got upheld. Adam Chera went to the tribunal. He got overturned. So he's playing. Roy Laird overturned. Yep. He's playing. Dane Zorko, he got upheld. He's still, he's out, eye-gouging. And Jager O'Meara got upheld. Uh, he was the last one. So we've, we've had five guys, guys challenge. Before this, we had 19 in a row challenge and not get off. I think after this week of tribunal hearing... Clubs will start to... No, we are so less clear. People say, oh, we've got some clarity now. We are so much less clarity as to what you can and can't do in tackles. But I'm saying clubs now must be going... Are they still paying 10 grand a challenge? Last year or the year before, there was a 10 grand fee to challenge. Yeah, there was. I'm not sure if that's still in place. Mate, it's not... I'm going to say it's an absolute joke. It's a farce. But, mate, the players don't know what they can and can't do on the field, which is a real issue because that's why they're challenging. Confusion. That's, why yeah, that's so. what Chris Scott said. There's, there's confusion amongst the players. And even looking at the Jago O'Meara case in point, Charlie Spargo, I'm not just playing out the rest of the game. There's no, nothing medically wrong with him. Um, and that, that seems to be a bit of a theme for those players that are defending their... Yeah, so if it's the action, which is what he's been suspended mm. on and not the result, I think I'm okay, I'm okay with that. If if every action gets suspended, right? Wow, that's well, going to be a lot of suspension. No, just just but just you want clarity. You don't. I don't think you necessarily want the the AFL is clearly trying to protect themselves against litigation and head mm. knocks. That's what's going on. Yeah. So that's going to happen. So you may as well stop bitching and moaning about that, everybody, because everyone. Oh, the game's changing, and it, I am the most the biggest advocate in the world for physical a physical game of footy, but it's not going to happen, right? They're going to try and get this out of the game, and if they're doing that. Why aren't they just consistent? That's the issue. If they've made that decision to do that, just 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 report and suspend the action. And there's going to be people throwing their hands up in the air, I know, but at least it's consistent. Right now, they're, they're, they're reporting on the action, then they're reporting on the outcome. So the action might be not that bad, but he hits his head and it's like, oh, two weeks. You know, we have Will Day get done for two weeks, um, but six what if, weeks ago. But what if it's on a sling style and the player still hits his head? That's what happened to fucking Will Day. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's what, so inconsistent, so, mate. so are we getting to the stage where players, um, if you if you tackle a player and you take them to ground when they're standing up, you are, I mean, it, it is... It, and you've played it, so you, you've got a better view than I correct. have. Correct. Look, look, I'm adaptable. What I was as a player was adaptable. If I got dropped being at fullback because I was too big, I'd go and strip weight and I'd go and try and be a runner. And then um, vice versa, if I needed to be... Big, like. And so with the rules of the game, you've got to be adaptable. Clearly, the AFL's cracking down on it. And unfortunately, I know we don't like it, but that's what's going on. Um, at junior level, I've been involved in some junior footy at the moment. It's being taught, just drop your knees. You can't sling. Because at the junior level with umpires, if they see any of the slightest yeah. element of sling, it's a free kick. There's 50s being paid. There's yellow cards, red cards. Like, it's it's a bigger deal. I reckon players are getting better, though. In the last month so that I've seen, in, in the way they tackle players and the duty of care, I, I genuinely believe that... The, the penny starting to drop, and that, that's not a criticism of players. Just it's such a a, a move from what they have grown up for 15, 20 yeah, years. Correct, mate. Correct. Uh, let's have a little break and get into the games. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shell Footy Car. We always start in the West Skeeter, West Coast, and Fremantle. Fremantle, they've got the buy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
So I can't get that one wrong. <laughs> uh, look, I think the Freo buy comes at a, you know, uh, they probably like to keep keep rolling. Absolutely, really. I mean, their momentum's up. They've beaten Geelong and Melbourne the last two weeks. The last two premiers, I might add. So they're fly, they're flying. They're not in the eight. But they're, but <laughs> they're, they're flying, but they're not in the eight. Yeah, but they feel like they're, they're one of the. I guess if you put together four teams in form, you think of Collingwood, you think of Port Adelaide would rank number two at the moment. You think Brisbane, yeah. He's obviously around the mark. They're 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 around the, the bulldogs sort of feel. They they've got that that feel that they're they're in a nice sweet spot. I did the ladder predictor on the AFL website. Not sure if you've ever done that. It was a pretty good exercise. It's too hard to do at the start of the season, but you basically get where they are now and then you pick the rest of the year. So oh, that'll work well. <laughs> <laughs> That's bound to work. We're getting frigging two out of nine. <laughs> but. Right, so I had a look and I tried not to pick what I thought because clearly I've got no idea, but just a bit on the odds and, yeah. and, and who's going well at the moment. Frio make the finals. They finish eighth with 14 wins. Um, uh, Essendon think, miss. Th- hang on, just, they need 14 wins under that Mate, snow, yeah, yeah, like I, I think you're going to have to win 14 games. Wow. So Geelong miss with 13 wins. So Frio were eighth, Geelong third, uh, ninth with thirteen, and Essendon were tenth with twelve. You think Essendon's going to miss? Yeah, even, just, even with the run home. Yeah, again, like I just, I barely even looked at who they were playing. I just looked at the odds and and who was up and about now. There's some big games in there, especially between St Kilda, Frio, Essendon, and Geelong, against sides above them. Like if they can, if they can knock a few off, then obviously it changes. Yep. Um, but yeah, I had Geelong missing the finals. And Sydney. Oh, yeah, Sydney. Sydney so, so that, again, I, I asked the question. I haven't found out the answer, but the last time two grand finalists from the previous year missed the finals would be rare. Would be rare. It would be. Uh, get in touch with us on Shelter Footy Cars. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let's get to know. <laughs> Let's get to know. He wants to, I think it's quite interesting. He wants to know. West Coast v Collingwood. How do we dress this up? 2.35 p.m. Saturday Optus. <laughs> Are they any... Is there any chance? I mean, you had, North, you had Collingwood... Beating North by seventy points. Yeah, they led by fifty-five. At, well, yeah. about and then someone got on the phone and said, "Mark Reings has got a line bet on this. <laughs> yeah, can you just touch, can you drop it? Can you ease a couple of players out of the game?" Uh, yeah. Well, here's here's the question: Will Collingwood, given the buys coming, will they just give a couple of players a an early breather? Well, or Jamie not? Elliott won't play. He yeah, looks he's like out. he's pulled up a little bit limp from training. Um, side bottom, of course, out with the MCL. They've got a. Debutant, and I don't have his name here, but I, I saw it get announced. Uh, it was very good. They got him up the front, um, and he that they, they had like a sponsor, or a, um, a uh, like head of commercial say, "Oh, boys, we've got one more um, thing for you guys to do. It's a big partnership. We're really looking forward to it. Can I get X player? I know you boys are trying to find who it is to uh, announce it, please. It's Con Collingwood Socials play, Jaden. Find it, please." And he got up the front and he was reading this piece of paper like, uh, really exciting, the Collingwood Football Club. It was a massive weekend for the club and such a great partnership and such a great moment in our club's history. Uh, the moment is player number 743 will be debuting for the Collingwood and he read his own name out. And then it was like... Ah. And he, did he know it was his name? Is, what, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he got halfway through his name and then he was like, oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, so they've got a debut on playing. Um, just quickly, hasn't, I'm sure a lot of clubs do it, but I've seen it with Collingwood. Creating a really good culture. Which Col- I, which well, Collingwood like, have been doing that a bit, haven't they? Yeah. Um, so, look, I don't think Collingwood get close to winning... Uh, West Coast taking close, get close to winning this. Luke Edwards will miss with concussion. Greg Clark, Greg Clark was um, a sub last week. 
I don't know if you bring anyone else out of the waffle. Uh, it's the first week they've probably had some players to pick from. Well, I mean, Jamison was impressive at times last week uh, around the ground. I think Campbell Chesser and Elijah Hewitt both need some more time playing waffle. I mean, if, if you're going to have those two kids as as Harvey teams, Harrison. If you're still looking over there, Jaden. Okay, thank you. Harvey Harrison. He's about to give you a clip. Uh, yeah, so he, he, he comes in. Yeah, they win. Uh, but the, the upside for the Eagles last week, uh, small mercy, they won the inside 50 count. So having done that, I don't think all year, uh, maybe the Giants game, they might have been in front. Nah, but it was the first time. Yeah, so that's a small mercy. As Adam Simpson said, it was the bare minimum of what was expected last week. They got beaten by 50. So uh, you can dress that up as you like. I'd like to know your margin um, and how... how significant this this is going to be in 50 points of... i don't think it's going to be a 100 point loss i think well Ka- collingwood dare i say don't don't put teams away in that manner yeah normally. i just think it's difficult to be motivated mm. they've played kangaroos last week three three hundred game for fast cyber on the week before i think they've had essen and they've had carlton they've, they've got had... a buy coming up i don't think west coast beat them no. but i don't i just think to stay up for so long this Agreed. is a game they know that they can win and if they get challenged at all they'll know that they're better than them I just don't think you come out 10-goal first quarter. Like, who knows? It'll probably happen. No, no, I agree with you. I actually do concur. West Coast have a shot at goal accuracy of 43% this year, ranked 17th in the competition. Wow. Last year, they were ranked number one in this stat. Josh Kennedy was still playing. Josh Kennedy was still playing. <laughs> Jake Waterman, who I think is their best set shot at goal, he missed training last week. He was in hospital getting surgery on his hand, and I haven't heard about that. I... Now, first I heard was from Jacko, actually, said to me in the 6PR box. He said, got this text saying, Jakey's had an infection. Mate, he's in a hospital and then he was wearing a glove. How, how brave is that from a player to get out there after playing in hospital? And he, he missed like three set shots, at goal, set shots at goal. And I was thinking, what's going on here? Because he's a great set mm. shot. He had the glove on, yeah. the, on the drop hand. So hopefully he improves a little bit. But I thought that'd be worth mentioning, Skeeter. All right, let's get into the rest of the round. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shadow Footy Cast. Melbourne Carlton Friday night would have been a big game about four weeks ago. This is a big game for Carlton, but I think they're done. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't give them any chance. No chance. Paddy Cripps is fired up about Caro um, Caro's arrow or whatever she's doing. She's saying he's staying in different hotels, which I've got to say is just even if it was true, seriously, Caro. But anyway, um, that all bounced around at the start of the week. I don't give them any chance whatsoever. Even though Melbourne's not going well, what do you think? No, I agree. I've uh, completely dropped off Carlton, and it's you know there's there's board members who are starting to, to fighting in the resign. Rooms. There's fighting in the rooms afterwards. I think it's the Matheson connections imploding with you know the pokey setup they've got. Um, Luke Sayers, I think the prez he's he's trying to get behind Vossi. Um, and even this week, Harry Mackay's come out and spoken on a podcast about um, you know the the pressure that he feels or the the goal kicking issues that he's got and, and how it sort of has sort of become a an issue daily for him in terms of criticism and you know people trolling him all that sort of stuff. So not that he said, look, I've you know I'm a big boy um, and I've got to work my way through it. But yeah, that is it's it just become they've imploded, haven't they, uh, Carlton? So yeah, I, I can't see them. I can't see them pressing Melbourne, albeit the demons without Oliver look a little little bit shaky. Hunter comes back from suspension, um, so they, they've got. They'll have Carlton's measure, I'd suspect, pretty comfortably. But yeah, it's the Blues. It's such a disappointing effort by them, uh, mm. since you know they've their accuracy since round nine, a shot at goal accuracy of thirty two percent. 
32%. Scully. So they must be 18th. If West Coast were 17th for 47, <laughs> they must be 18th. They're just going shy. I think six fifteen last week. I mean, you can't win. Melbourne have won uh, their last seven against Carlton. Three of the last four have been decided by six or less points, so it's been close at least. Carlton have lost all five games this year against top eight sides, one of four teams without a win against those sides. It's hard to believe, isn't it? And obviously having Chera available helps them. Um, yeah, I tend to agree. I wish I could say that there's still a bit of a pulse for them for the finals, but... You watch Fatty Cripps have 40, kick yeah, four, yeah. Carlton and, and Carlton wins. wins. Yeah. You watch. Well, I still haven't picked a Friday night winner. I think so. maybe... I think we maybe... So, the, the the underdog continues to get up at Friday night. So, maybe we just need to beat teams up like we've just done and then pick Carlton. So, yeah, could that be the thirsty? No, no I'll wait. I'll okay. wait. I'm big in Melbourne. I can't pick Carlton. I can't pick Carlton. They're useless. <laughs> Thank you, Skeeter. Uh, now, Port Adelaide v Hawthorne, 11.45, Saturday, Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Um, Port Adelaide going from strength to strength. They've won eight in a row. Hawthorne, a uh, bit of a surprise win last week against the Saints. Uh, how do we have this one going? Um, does Port Adelaide have one of the best midfields in the comp right now? Well, Butters, they Rose, the, uh, they've got a Brownlow medalist Brown favourite. Uh, oh, yeah, it's great. But they have a Brownlow medalist in there. Yeah. In Wines. They've missed Boak for a fair chunk of this season as well. So they've turned themselves into scary good. Yeah, which is something I saw last year but didn't happen. And then... They've uh, been able to, you know, get back. For, basically, as soon as Warren Treadray said uh, Ken Hickley's position is untenable, they've been unbeatable. It's like <laughs> things that get said on the show. Oh, I know. As soon as, yeah, don't worry, Treaders, we understand exactly where you're coming from. So, uh, unfortunately, yeah, they've been, they've been terrific. I'm going I'm to – this is my Thirsty Camel upset of the week. I like it. Oh, really? I yeah, like actually. it a lot. Only because... I like it. They've been up for a long Six time. Six bucks they're paying. It's a roughie. Yeah, it's a roughie. Um, I think the line's pretty good as well at 37 and a half. No, now, uh, James Sicily missing. They'll get beat by <laughs> 130 Stop, points. stop, stop. What? <laughs> the only thing I don't like about... <laughs> what did you call it? The uh, Thirsty cam- Camel. Yeah. Ruffy of the week. Right. It's the bottom art Ruffy of the week. Start your footy weekend at bottom art. Go to your shelters where bottom art has you covered. You've got absolutely no fucking idea about oh, that many sponsors mouth. going through my head. <laughs> and that many sponsors going through my head, whether it's a shelter footy cast or at 6PR. Honestly, I know more sponsors than I do players in the AFL. The bottom art Ruffy of the bottom week, Skeeter. You pick me up when teams, when, where they're playing in the games. <laughs> I'll day? tell you about the what sponsors. Day? Thank you, Bottom Art, for your <laughs> support you, for Mark. this program. And Skeeter's picking Hawthorne, $6 underdog. As our Ruffy of the Week. I like it. As your Ruffy of the Week. Yeah. I like it a lot. Hawthorne, uh, this might support this. Hawthorne have won their last two match- matches at Adelaide Oval, scoring over 100-plus both times. One of those was Port Adelaide. Yeah, I, I honestly think they'll they'll push them on the weekend. But that's, that's a bit like Collingwood with West Coast. I just think they've been up for a while. This might be a soft kill, they're thinking. But, yeah, I, I just have a little inkling that Hawthorne will trouble them. Um, but what will go against that is Port Adelaide have conceded more than 80 points just once since round four. 70 points per game, ranked third defensively in the AFL. So okay, smart ass. Let's, let's just keep going, waiting for your... I seriously up. would love to pick Hawthorne. I would love to pick him. I'll pick Port Adelaide just to go against you, but I don't know if I've got one coming up. We'll have to wait and see. Western Bulldogs v Geelong. Big game. Saturday, Marvel Stadium. Geelong coming off three-game losing streak. They don't do that very often. Can they come back against the Dogs? Bulldogs lost last week against Gold Coast. Um, Cats still with a big, big injury list. They're missing Guthrie, Holmes, Stanley, Duncan, DeConing, all these guys, none of them playing. Bulldogs will go in favourites into this one, just. Yep. 
how do you see it going? Yeah, it's, this is one where Cats record at Marvel have scored 100 points pretty regularly in recent times. They've got a decent record against the Dogs, but are they playing well enough? That's the question. I mean, they're, they're just going, aren't they? Is it fair to say if, if they get rolled here, you put a line through them for finals? Geelong? Yeah. I mean, anyway, they're good enough to win eight in a row or nine in a row in the last part of the season to get there, obviously, but they are they are just going, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Trelaw's going to come back as well. Mm. So so this this Western Bulldogs side, I think we both said last week was a bit of a... Aberration? Yeah, look, look somewhere else after, mm. after, you know, Darwin, bit of a different game. This is this is at their home gut, the ground, right? Marvel. I I think the dogs win this. So do I. And yeah, I think Geelong I'm not gonna I'm certainly not gonna come out and say Geelong can't play finals. I'm not gonna do that. I think they're too good to yeah, r- that, write them off. Exactly. They're not a Carlton. But But they can't win the flag. I don't think they can win the flag from here. Oh, I'm not gonna do that. I am. Either. Well you're gonna have to go out and, and limit at some stage. But no, seriously, and they're not I mean, as as good as they are, they're not a side I don't think. This year, at the moment, you can say, "Well, they get to seventh or eighth, they can, they can just climb their way through and win it from there." I've um, I've had a look at the rest of the games. I'm going to be in trouble for the bottom <laughs> right, <Ruffy. laughs> Exactly. That's why, gonna, that's why I thought I better get in early. So but. I can't pick Geelong here as a roughie. No way. They're about t- two dollars ten or something. Two dollars thirty, actually. You sure, that's not right. You said three dollars or above. I did. Piss okay. off. I'm picking Western Bulldogs anyway. Very <laughs> Me good. Too. Gold Coast v Adelaide. Saturday in Darwin. So Gold Coast have been up on... Um, have they stayed there? Do you know? What's that street called? What's the street in I don't Darwin? know. We got kicked out of a pub there once. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. You said that on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to get some more of that story if you want to keep mentioning it. Um, look, I I don't know if they've stayed up there. I would say they would have. Why would you fly back? For, for five days or no. for four days. No. Um, are the Suns the real deal or not? Not sure they're the real deal. I think I think Adelaide is. I mean, that, what they're doing, like to beat... Brisbane at home, albeit with the numbers added up for a Brisbane victory. But yeah, I was really impressed by them. And um, having Rory Laird's available available after getting off that uh, that charge is massive for them because he's a, he's a huge influence on their playing um, style. So uh, yeah, Darwin's is, is a bit of an X factor. I mean, this game's being played at the Adelaide, Adelaide Oval. You're tipping Adelaide comfortably or, yep. or certainly. Gold Coast, this is a, the Darwin aspects, I guess, the... the, the the one that leaves us a bit of a 50-50 game, but I still like Adelaide. I'm going to stay with them. Okay, yeah, I like Adelaide too. I really enjoyed watching them play. Um, they've lost their last. They've lost ten of their last fourteen on the road. Three out of four this year. Right. So they haven't been great away from home. But I really enjoyed them at Adelaide Oval. This will be a real test because Gold Coast do play well up here. Stewie Dew's been on the front foot, smacking people out of the way, saying I'm the man for the job mm. as well. Um, Caro, again, at the start of this week, said that Damien Hardwick will coast the Gold Coast Suns. Did you say Next that? year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she's also said, can I go back 12 months ago, that Adam Simpson wouldn't be at the club this year. I think she said year. Clarko would be coaching Essendon as well. Yeah, so let's, you know, as good as a journalist as she's been, there's been a couple of... Uh, Mulligans? Shockers. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, I'm, pick, I'm picking uh, Adelaide as well. I think it's going to be a good game, though. Um, yeah. I, I, Matty Rowell's developed himself into a really good player. Which... Oh, and Lukosius is... We know how good he is. I think he kicked five last week. The only pity is, on, on a on a bye weekend, we've got two games that are of real significance going essentially... At the same side time. Side by side, by side. AFL. What is going on? That's... Genuinely, what's happening? Yeah. Five twenty-five kickoff for Western Bulldogs, Geelong. Five thirty for Gold Coast Adelaide. That's so dumb. Yeah, totally. Why is that? And and they they could have seen the tea leaves there months ago and realised that was the case. <laughs> get Ske- get Skeeter into the scheduling box. He'll sort them out. GWSV Richmond. We both did Adelaide, by the way. Yes, we did. Okay. 
you're just you're like, running a you're running a donuts here. I haven't yet. GWS v Richmond, eleven ten Sunday, Giant Stadium. This one's a close one in the odds department. Dollar <laughs> eighty to You're completely ten. screwed here. <laughs> Richmond didn't get the win last week. You're gonna have to pick North Melbourne. Can they bounce? Can they bounce? This is gonna. Get, and you know the pricks will get up and win, and you'll just strutter around with your, your Birkenstocks. And uh, anyway, Thank you very much, Gator. Where are Richmond? Yeah, yeah. Toby, yeah, Toby right. Green Giant Stadium home. Toby Green uh, gun gun. Did they get themselves up for last week? Yes, they did. They're playing not bad footy, Scoey. They've actually been, you know, their ladder position it defies how competitive I reckon they've been. They lost a couple of close games. Yeah, they've won a couple of close yeah. games as well. Yeah, correct. Um, look, oh, I can't read how Richmond's going at the moment. I, they're, they're, they're up and down, and some weeks they're there, and some weeks they're not. Their coaches left. I don't really know where to gauge them, to be honest. Yeah, no, I've got a bit more trust in, at, in the Giants. It's, it's at home for the Giants. Yeah, they've, they've been pretty good at home. I mean, they got beaten by Secure recently, but no, I, I don't, look, the Giants, I think, if you if you put a line throughout in Kingsley this year, I reckon, I reckon they've been okay. Um, they are, they've I'm, been good. I'm, look, it's not, it's not a bottom-up rough either week, but I'm picking Richmond. I don't know why. Um, I've read a stat here. GWS have won 18 quarters this season, ranked equal 17th. They've only won 18 quarters. So they haven't been very good, even though we think they're going okay. They beat Geelong and Geelong. I realise that's a big win. I think they're up from that, and they'll come crashing back down. Richmond, take them at home. What do you reckon? No. I'm, you burnt me. Richmond has burnt me a few times this year. They're not going to do it again. If they do, then they can win, and, and good luck to them. You're, but, uh, you're just doing that because you don't want to follow my tips. No, no. I'm just, I, they, I didn't want to tip them last week. Uh, you coerced me. I showed weakness in following you. So I'm going to tip the Giants to win at home. Um, and they've got a pretty good form against the Tigers over there um, at uh, in Western Sydney. So yeah, I, I think the Giants can win. What's the stadium called? Uh, it's just called Giant, Giant stadium. stadium. I don't. Yeah. There's a sponsor attached to it, Sky. Do you reckon it's no? It's not, it's, company, it's not Homebush. No, no. It's just I think it's just Giant Stadium. Essendon v North Melbourne. This is the last game of the round. PM, Sunday Marvel. <laughs> the last game of the round. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, my bottom art of the week. You've been cornered like a, a, a rat in an experiment <laughs> and then nowhere to go. Okay, Skeeter, there you go. I picked North Melbourne yeah, well, to win this game. Why? Okay, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I will tell you why. They've been pretty why. good, too. Under rats, they've been pretty good. Essendon have won their last eight against North Melbourne by an average of 35 points. So yeah, that's, okay. not, that's not a reason. No. North Melbourne have lost all five games against top eight sides this year. Yeah. One of four teams without a win. Um, Dylan Shield coming back this week for Essendon. Uh, LDU still a week away with a calf. That's good. For you can North. go the other way if you want to. I'll give you a little chop out for bottom. If you want to pick Essendon to win by a margin, which translates nah. into three goals. <clears throat> nah, nah. I'm taking North Melbourne. I'm going to stay true to the bottom art roughly of the week. Look, I think North Melbourne. Um, coming up in Essendon side, the travel factor, Skeeter. We hear yeah. Melbourne teams bang on about it all day long. Coming back from Perth, they probably had a couple of beers after the win on the weekend. How good are we? Up and about. North Melbourne just come in, scurrying in like a rat, like me. Bet Rat Brett Ratton, the coach. On board. I'm telling you. North Melbourne. Uh two, two. wasn't overly impressed by the bombers last. They did what no, they had to do. Neither was I. Um and one guy with all due respect, I think might have to have a spell. Tipper didn't look didn't look up to it fitness wise. I think he's uh, I think he needs to get himself back to um the level required. Okay, very good. Um I can't really give you too much else other than I'm picking North Melbourne skater. Fair enough. No, okay. we'll, we'll run with that. So your bottom mark is North, mine is Hawthorne. Is it? 
and uh, never the twain shall meet. Will, I don't know what that means. Will Schofield, <laughs> Mark Reading, show the footy card. <laughs> what did you say? I think it's never the twain shall meet. It's what like, does that mean? It's Who's like the, never the twain. We won't come together. It's, Who are the twain? It's just a saying, I think. From uh, are they someone? It might be Shakespearean. I don't know. But anyway, either way, it's. It's, I'll look it up for you while you're going through your paparama. That's us. No, we're done, oh, Dustin. Socials at Shelter Footycast. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. You can send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, leave us a comment on the YouTube channel. Someone find Skeeter. What do you want to know? The last time Geelong and Sydney, Jaden reckons he's found it. He's piped up over there. The I think I've got it. Um, Don't say 2020. Yeah. 2020, <laughs> Richmond. Oh, Richmond won grand final 2020. Yeah. And then 2021. Yeah, but who did they play in 2020? I was saying the grand finalists. Of they Lo- played Geelong. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. so, so the dual one. Finals. I haven't got a dual one. Yeah, but, no, so, but so, I've so, got Richmond. Well, that doesn't. That's not, no, Jaden. I'm sorry. Right, well, mate. Then, Tell your mic phone, no, Jaden. And never the twain <laughs> shall meet, by the way, is a 1931 American drama film. So uh, just a bit of education for going on a, on a Thursday morning. And you, because you clearly didn't know what <laughs> no, You know what? I have got it. Well, you be- the look, following no, no, season. Stop, just stop, just stop. If you don't have it, you don't sacked. get to use the microphone next week. I've got it. I've got it. So Geelong finished 10th outside the top eight, didn't make finals. In 2021. 2021. Richmond finished 15th. Hang on. So, so it was 2021. It's only two years so ago. 2021. It's only two years ago. Oh, that's shit. That's no good for Geelong me. finished, did they? In 2021. 2021. They missed the finals. Hang on. Oh, is that right? Hang on a second. What happened? Did they finish 15? No, mate. They finished third on the ladder in 2021, Jaden. Where, where, what are you talking about? 2021. 2021. Final they here. won 16. 2021. They, they played a prelim final. They played here, a prelim final. That's here, correct. got belted by Melbourne. Yeah, no, I've, I've missed that Take one. Your oh. off. Turn your microphone off. You're banned. You're gone. Thank you very much. You're bad for next week, Jade. And my, my question is still alive. If we want to know, two grand finalists Wait, that this didn't is like the finals next year out. Jaden's not listening, clearly. Is anyone out there listening? We'll find out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.